Okay, Liz. Yeah. It's time for the theme song. It's time for the theme song. I are you? I'm just gonna play it. Play it. I don't want. I want to get do it. Get a play it from you. Play it. Have we got a show for you? Little Sean. Drop. Broccoli, celery, gotta be veggie tails, llama beans, collard greens, peachy keen, veggie tails, cauliflower, sweet and sour, half an hour, veggie tails, veggie tails, veggie tails, it's time for veggie tails. Throwback, Sunday school, best show, Amazing. vegetables, every episode so cool. Amazing. Learn about God in the Bible, low key, grown <laughs> man, absolutely. high key, still a fan. I play the songs when I can, cause God's still bigger than the boogeyman. Barbara Manatee and Pizza Angel come to me. I'm a motivated pirate who don't do anything. No, nope. oh, seriously, I just stay home and lay around. Shout out to Larry the Cucumber and my boy Bob the Tomato. Y'all stuck to DC and Marvel. Larry Boy's my superhero. Oh, where? Oh, where is my hairbrush though? Oh, why? Oh, why? Doesn't everybody ever want to buffalo? Keep walking and walking, but you won't knock down our wall. I think cheeseburgers oh are precious and the very best show is Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales. He's right. I still don't know what I do if my lips left me, man. Hey, what y'all know about them say booze? None of them Marvel superheroes got plungers for ears, dog. It's Laura's fault. She broke the plate. She kept on saying she had to demonstrate her apple chopper. Chop right through the plate, man. In shock and awe. Thank you to Shama for letting us I am, use that as the This song. is fear and trembling. Like I'm <laughs> this was this was a high holiday. Hi everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Have We Got a Show for You. I'm Michael Rafino. And I'm Liz Brody. And we're here to answer your I mean, we're here to talk about Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, the show that there's never, ever, 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 ever been a sh- been a show quite like it is true. It I is. Think. So uh, for our first episode, we're going to – the point of the show, the way I pitched it to, to Liz is that this show is a, a Jew and a Gentile sharing the love of VeggieTales to the, to the whole world. Which is really what all of the greats would have wanted. Right. We, I watched the Letterman interview of Obama last <laughs> night, and I feel like this is just as culturally important. Oh, of course. Yeah. We, uh, so the format of the show is for each episode, we're going to go through an episode of VeggieTales and uh, discuss it, discuss not only the production of the show, the show itself, and the, the theology behind it and the, the story from the Bible. But for the first episode, we just kind of wanted to talk about our personal histories with VeggieTales, with the show, and, uh, and why we like it and why we still like it as two grown adults. Yes. And I was going to add, so I learned... Today I learned that I am the same age as VeggieTales. We are both 1993 originals. And now being in Birmingham, Alabama, where there is a very small Jewish population, I find a lot of people my age, around my age, are shocked to learn that I am a huge 
VeggieTales fan and that it has been a part of my entire life. Because it's a very... I think most people do know it as just a Christian production. Um, And they don't know that in the San Francisco Bay Area, I had a very... I had a youth rabbi who didn't like to do lesson plans. (laughs) We watched a ton of VeggieTales and... I thought it was so funny. And yeah, I think there's an assumption with a lot of Christian productions that it's just like propaganda, that it is just getting a message to you as quick and sloppy as possible. Right. And VeggieTales really is a funny cartoon animated show with a great sense of humor and good jokes. It's, it's there's a moral there, but it's as a morality. Show, it's, yeah. Based, yes, but it's such like they built a world where imagination and fun and joy can really exist within the world of morality. And I don't think a lot of people like experience that. I didn't know about um, a friend of mine who grew up in like a very, very, very Christian household, like homeschooled Christian. She was telling me about um, Odyssey. Yes. And how horrifying and like unfun it really was. And I don't, know what that is but I mean I think I've heard a lot of people like really talk about how bland and kind of depressing um their media was as a kid but like VeggieTales was such an imaginative universe and because it was so fun and so imaginative it you know and it was on PBS and it was on a lot of like I guess Saturday Sunday morning cartoon networks just to be a fun little filler because it was moral and there were secularized edits of it. And again, as a child at like a day school and at, you know, my Jewish Sunday school, um, you know, again, we watched a lot of it. And even so I taught Hebrew school for a very long time and I carried that with me and, you know, every Purim we would watch Esther and it, there's nothing in it for the most part, that conflicted with Jewish theology, even conservative Jewish theology, which in Birmingham is reform, you know, but that's not here or there. There's like, it fits into that world so well. And, you know, looking back on it, like, yeah, that message really was that you can have this like fun existence and it coincides very well with this message so it was you know veggie toast is for everyone and Mm -hmm, again as a little as a little jewish kid uh it was very very much a part of my life and my brother and i loved it so much because it was so funny and we would quote it all the time when did you first uh get like when did you first see VeggieTales or was it just in day school one day or I genuinely can't remember again I didn't realize until very recently that it was again that it was a 1993 production so I think it just kind of happened in my life I don't really remember watching it for the first time I do have a specific story I was told by my dad so apparently my dad had me as a baby I was like one or two um at a Christian bookstore and I don't know if you've ever set foot in a Christian bookstore, Liz. I have not. Uh, <laughs> back then, they would, you know, be laid out. Mostly it'd be books, but a lot of tchotchkes and toys for, you know. And Were they called tchotchkes, though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, no. <laughs> 
And at uh, the kids section, they would have, you know, kids' Bibles, uh, arc play sets, and uh, Christian videos for kids. And on a TV, they would usually be playing one. And my dad was struck by, he kind of went over and looked at it, because it was computer animation, which was brand new back then. And uh, you, he didn't really see it very often. He was impressed, you know, by how it looked. This is and, uh, pre-Toy Story. This this would have been right around when Toy Story came out. Yeah. Because um, I was 95. Sure. Uh, and he, like, he's like, oh, this is really neat and really good. And he looked over at me sitting in the, the cart, and I was completely transfixed. Yeah. Just absorbed into, I think they were playing, he said they were playing the first one, uh, where, Where's God When I'm Scared. Uh, where's God when I'm so scared? So scared. So scared. So scared. So scared. And so he's like, I'll buy the tape and take it home. And he would reliably just put the tape on and I would be completely zoned into it. Completely entranced. And uh, apparently this is according to family lore. My first word was mama or dada. Second word was probably mama or dada. Third word was baba tamina. <laughs> And they didn't know what I was saying. He's like, did somebody teach him Italian? How did he? <laughs> he <Ever>? just felt it. <laughs> <laughs> is, it is it genetic memory? Or, But uh, then they realized what, what Baba Tamina was, was Bob the Tomato. I will put a Baba Tamina salad on a menu. I would love to. I would love to see that. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, I, as a kid, I watched VeggieTales, went to Christian bookstores. So at Christian bookstores, they would have the characters in the suits they had huge <gasps> character suits with like disneyland well, exactly like disney but a cucumber how terrifying <laughs> so i think i met bob and larry i know i met larry Boy they couldn't sign autographs though well so initially they could there's a story that i heard on phil Vischer's podcast that initially they had legs they did not have armholes <laughs> and so when little kids would walk up to Bob or Larry to ask to like give them a picture or something or uh, yeah, uh, to give them something. <laughs> Did they have to give it to them with their feet? The guy in the costume said, put the picture on the floor. <laughs> and then the kid was like, okay, and he put it on the floor. <laughs> and then a hand shot out from the leg <laughs> hole to grab a picture, pull it back up. And the kid ran back to his mom and was like, Mommy, Mommy, Larry took my picture with his butt. <laughs> That's a very traumatic childhood memory. And so eventually they put, uh, they had armholes. That makes, it looks wrong, but it makes sense. Also, on AliExpress, <laughs> you can buy a Larry Boy costume, full mascot style, with arms. For 285 USD. <laughs> and I don't Does know that if... include shipping? Uh, no. Shipping is $157. That's... From China. to Drop shipping. You're paying that much for drop shipping. <laughs> this is a picture I... of a Bob and Larry there. It looks wrong. But there's no other way to do it. <laughs> If you want, if that's what you want, you got to do it. There's no other way, and maybe they just shouldn't have had the mascots walking around. <laughs> uh, eventually, they did a big inflatable thing for the live shows. Um, I forgot there were live shows. There were live shows, and there were this huge inflatable. I recall suits. a live show 
being advertised on the radio in New Jersey. They were coming to Tom's River. And I do remember being old enough to wonder how. They're kind of large, inflatable. How in the world that could, like how they could do that. And I think I did create a full stage show for them in my head and they never (laughs) consulted me because it was already a thing. But They kind of looked like this. That's nightmare fuel. That is a man-sized sheep. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, with the sheep, they really said, eh, anyway, so. Gigantic. They're huge. There's no other way to do it. Do you know how much tabbouleh you could make from that giant cucumber and tomato? Anyway, all right. Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about it. So I yeah, but I remember when Jonah came out. I uh, I followed Veggie Tales a little bit longer than I probably should have as a, as a kid. No shame. No. You know what? No, Not at no all. shame. No, no shame, shame at all. I bought. Uh, not only Larry Boy and the Bad Apple, but the PlayStation 2 game that came out at the same time. So I never watched, not watched, I never played any of the games. I did not play video games. Um, part of that was being a child prone to seizures, but also my mother was very against video games. And the only video game that I have ever played and beaten was Pokemon Snap for Nintendo 64. <laughs> so. Well, if you had to pick one. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Um, and I think I played the Kim Possible game, but... That's the sitch. I do remember the Larry Boy game coming out. I remember thinking, like, that's sick. Like, if I could somehow manage to get my own TV, my own gaming system, I would totally play that game. <laughs> I think I was, like, 14 when it came out. I was already just, like, in my angsty rebel art school days and i do remember sitting in my room looking on my laptop and being like i'd play that (laughs) now like i'd i'd give up this lifestyle for the larry boy game (laughs) like Uh, i think you still get on an emulator somewhere so i i was going to tell you i had another thing too more recent there's there's been controversy not even controversy everybody seems to be on one side of this in the VeggieTales community. I've held off on this. So are you familiar with like the situation with Phil Vischer's control over VeggieTales pretty much? Um, I think you've caught me up to speed. Yeah, more enough. or less. Yeah. yeah. For, for, for the audience, Phil Vischer has not been in charge of Big Idea since Jonah came out, more or less. Um, and Jonah was 2000, 2002? Two or, or three. three. Yeah. And um, the company went bankrupt and was bought out and he was not invited back to be in charge. He was basically uh, just a freelance voice artist and occasionally writing episodes, but not directly in control of the brand or of Big Idea. And so he was, he's been freelance voice, voice talent, and he's been doing his own thing uh, called What's in the Bible, which is pretty good. I've, mm-hmm. watched a, I've watched a little bit of it. It's a puppet show where he goes through and explains each book in the Bible. Puppet would be a good step for him. They originally relaunched VeggieTales as a streaming show with the uh, online, and it was kind of more of a Muppet show thing where Bob and Larry were running a theater. Um, I and again, I feel like that's such a natural progression. So you do have to like. This is such a tangent, and we can totally like put a pin in it and come back to it. But I feel like the idea of puppetry and theater is really 
the heart and soul of VeggieTales. Oh, he started originally, him and Mike Naraki were in uh, Bible school doing regular puppet shows. I was going to say, I do recall there being some VeggieTales puppet shows. So, like, all of this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all, this all checks out. No research, no fact-checking. I'm like, yes, he should be doing puppetry. Yeah. He had an idea initially for a puppet show, which would have been The Princess and the Pea mm-hmm. from the perspective of the pea. I love that. And uh, he didn't do that, but eventually he thought, okay, we'll tell the princess and the pea with only vegetables. And then that's how they got the idea for, for Veggie Tales, kind of. But after 32 years of voicing Bob and Larry, after the. I'll say this Universal has decided to do a Veggie Tales podcast. Yeah. And they talked to Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki and everybody. Uh, Lisa Vischer about doing the voices for it. And they said, well, we would rather have more creative control over it Mm -hmm. instead of just being freelance voice talents because, you know, we created it. And then uh, Universal sacked them after 32 years of being Bob and Larry and most of the voices on VeggieTales. They just got new voices for this podcast that they're putting out. They can't have new voices. They got new voices, and they they booted out Kurt Heineke, is what I understand, who was the music director since show one for Big Idea. And I think the draw of VeggieTales, the the moneymaker for VeggieTales, is that that music from day one just absolutely slaps. Like, absolute, non-stop just 100% beggars. There is not a bad song from VeggieTales. So I am about to make you upset because this is the trailer for the uh, Very Veggie Silly Stories podcast with the new Bob and Larry. Hey, kids. Do you like to talk to tomatoes? Yeah. Can a squash make you smile? Um, I guess so. Do you like to waltz with potatoes up and down the produce aisle? <laughs> Have we got a podcast for you? It's not Wait, wait, wait. Podcast? Since when do we do podcasts, Larry? We've done TV shows, movies, the occasional dog show. Why not a VeggieTales podcast hosted by Bob the Tomato? That's you, Bob. And Larry the Cucumber. That's me, Bob. Who's got some Will guy to do music? it? It's oh yeah, close from the enough Bible? where like it's if they answered the phone, I'd dancing? believe them. You know, I'm like it's right now. And most importantly, do we get to talk to real life kids all the time? I don't know, Larry. What about all our other friends? Will they make it? Get in here, guys. Roll call. I'm... I'm Junior Asparagus. I like singing and hanging out with my BFF, Laura Carrot. Hi, everyone. Petunia Rhubarb here. I'll be bringing surprise guests onto the podcast. Also, I've recently enrolled in trapeze school. See? This podcast is going to be so surprising. The name is Lunt, Mr. Lunt. International man of mystery by day, animal translator later that day. Animal translator. I mean, I, I like that line. Like, <laughs> Mr. Lund's my favorite character. That's not true. I The squashes, but he's he's one of my favorites. Somebody say my name, Jimmy and Jerry. 
We're here. I think Paul Grape would have been your favorite character if I had to guess. Um, I mean, I lived with Paul Grape, so. <laughs> I know him personally. He's not my favorite. Crying and just so happy. The whole gang back together. Thanks, Larry. This podcast is gonna be great. I, Any last words you know, before we begin? Everybody, let's say it together. It's together! Uh, how about I start, then you finish? How about I start, then you finish? Hey, maybe just you and I should say it. Good idea. Remember, kids, God made you special. And he loves you very much. I it's it's one of those things it's like it'd be nice if the original team was more involved right that's that's true but I also I feel like it's one of those things where it's like it's so close and at this point asking for what once was to still be might be a little too old-fashioned and I you know if Veggie Tales can continue its legacy I'm gonna welcome it like it doesn't upset me that deeply. What it's, if if Phil Vischer didn't want to do it? Yeah. Then I would understand. If he yeah. didn't want to to have any kind of control over it and just gave it up, that's fine. I understand. But the fact that he did, yeah, I said no. That's what kind of annoys me because that is very upsetting. And of course, you know when you take control away from the artist, that's. That's that's never good. And the part of me that wants to support the original creator and the artist is like, man, that we should be protesting this. This is terrible. This is absolutely awful. But then the part of me that's like, I don't know, maybe if I had kids, I'd be listening to this. Like, yeah. And maybe that's my uh, consumer monkey brain being like, oh, there's more to consume and I want it. And I don't want to see it die. And maybe that's selfish. And maybe that's not the moral that they were trying to teach me all along. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I I probably won't listen to it. Uh, but it's just kind of sad to see. You know, it, it was the same thing when they brought back Powerpuff Girls without uh, Craig right. McCracken and Lauren Faust. It's like that, you know, and they wanted to do it. It's and again, so like I found when I was working in education and would work aftercare for school and for camps. And I would sit in the youth, uh, the youth lounge, youth lounge. That was very hard to say. Um, and I would sit in the youth lounge and wait on kids' parents to come pick them up. Um, you know, we would watch cartoons, and I think there's that knee jerk reaction when something's familiar but just a little different, or times have changed, and you want to be upset. But like, I remember the first time watching Teen Titans Go. And being mortified, being disgusted, being so upset. And then three episodes in, I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) This is so funny. I love this. And even just watching new Cartoon Network and being like, it's a new golden age. This is really good. But you have to go into it with an open mind. I have to sneeze. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bless you. I tried so hard to hold that in. Bless you again. Oh, because um, so, no, um, there's that like, oh, it's not the same as when I was a kid. It's not the magic that I experienced. But if it's something that's worth the continuation of and there is that audience and it is 
you being able to pass down that love of something to a new generation, you know, I'm all for that. And yeah, I'm fine with it being handed down to new people, just not the fact that it was taken in the first place. Yeah, that's not good. I was going to say, like, that's definitely something that... there. And again, as someone with that consumer monkey brain, it's hard for me right now to separate it. And I'm like, oh my god, this is great. This is a new way to, you know... Spread, spread the gospel of veggie tales, you know? And it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm a monster. I, I, And I wrestle with that every day, but God's bigger than me, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so for the end of this first preliminary episode of Have We Got a Show for You, uh, I just want, don't want to let you all know to sign off. That, that God, God made you special, special and, and he, he loves, loves you very, very much. much. Goodbye. Bye.